The new Mishnah in the middle of Amad Aleph teaches a halacha about batzei When you have a dough that is a cheresh dough, is a deaf mute dough. So what does this mean? Rashi explains you have a dough that may have become chametz, so it's internal, it's something on the inside, but it's difficult to tell. You can't see on the outside that actually might have become chametz. And this is similar to says Rashi, a person, an individual who has a category, a status of a cheresh, a deaf mute. Person has ears, but is not aware of being able to hear. However, if there is another dough that you know there was water added leading to the chimots, water meaning it's going to now become chametz, you know that for a fact. That's not going to change anything. And therefore, that second piece of dough where you weren't sure, that's also going to be called batzik acherish. Batzik, that is, that is deaf mute. You can't, you can't ex on the outside see or exteriorly see a difference, but interior there is a problem, and if it's next to another batzik, you're not going to be the So without a point of comparison, notes the Gemara, so what actually is the length of time for this leavening, for this item to become chametz, when it happens? The answer is a meal, which the Mishnah gives an example of walking from Megavel Nunya uh, to Tiveria. And the Gemara goes on to say that this was the paradigm because, in fact, if you went from one place to the next, these two, these two places, that is a meal or 2,000 amot in total. The next line is Rabbi Abba teaching B'Shem Reish Lakesh. And he extends this halacha to the halacha of preparing to Natilas Yadayim before eating and, and washing your hands before tefillah, before davening. One must, and the halacha is, the Gemara is telling us that one must actually go and search for water, even up to a meal away person has to go and search out water before they do tefillah. Otherwise, it's not going to be required. Come to Moshe and a tshuva, and you go to Moshe, chelik and And so we can learn from here that there's a chiv, an obligation on men to daven with 10 men total, with a minion. And don't come and say to me that men should be required to go to shul even if it's outside, meaning a minion, even if it's outside the formula, even if it's further away. Why is this? So Moshe explains that that... Even, even mitzvahs that are on a Torah level have limitations. They're required and we abide by certain principles that limit us from going too far, taking the mitzvah too far. For example, says Ramosha, we have a principle of not wasting more than one-fifth of one's resources. Not to waste more than one-fifth of one's resources and you're really digging in, you're dipping in to essential finances that you're going to need for your family and so on. And the Ramosha explains, there's an exception. When the journey to there is more than three mil, we don't want to burden them. And the main reason that Ramosha says it is because the person is going to daven anyway. During that hour, the person is going to daven. So he's not in that room at the tent, but he's still going to be davening at that time. So it's a Gemara and Brachos that Rav Moshe brings, that we connected it. The Gemara says, the Gemara says, basic A person really should try to be with the basic nesim. It sounds like it's, it's Rak Amayla, right? So it says Rav Moshe, the Yeshul Mar, the Kavanas HaShulchan Aruch. What the Shulchan Aruch means is, Shalol Yaka Lidmos Tirchos Acheros Atirchos Shalalicha Dal Shadal. A person shouldn't see that, that four million is something that so, oh, I have to walk, I have to go, I have to... We, we're not supposed to look at that. A person has to really look at it as something as, wow, what an opportunity, I get to go down with a minion, I get to be mechazek, I get to go to be able to help others make a minion, and for myself to be uplifted, of course, through being together with that congregation of tefillah.